Ron Ananian. I think that what we've got to understand is a repair facility is only as good as the people in it, and the sign over the doorway doesn't always mean a, a, a whole heck of a lot. Taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. The car doctor. I am the example. Like, I can do timing the water up and all that. Uh, the guy didn't know how to do oil change last year, so Perfect. I appreciate it. Right. Yeah, I remember Patel. Sure, yeah. Welcome to the radio home of Ron Ananian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now... No McCain. Here we are. No McCain. Take a firm hold of the hypodermic needle. Right. Here's Ronnie. Hey, it's time to start your engines. Hello and welcome. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here at 855-560-9900. Here to take your calls and answer your questions, whatever you've got going on, fender to fender and door to door. We're here to talk to you about automobiles for the next two hours. And we're glad that you chose us as we know you have a lot of things to do in your busy, busy weekends. And we're glad to be here for you. We do this an hour at a clip. And uh, myself, Mikey, joins us, and uh, Big Tom Ray over there in the uh, producer chair. Um, so he actually runs the show. So if you do call into 855-560-9900, be nice to him, and he'll let you talk to me. So but uh, that's Tom. We love Tom. Tom's the absolute best. Yes, sir, how can I help you today? No, if they're nice to me, I'll make sure they don't have to talk to you. Well, I could look at it that way, too. So, But, uh, hey, Tom, by the way, was a ni- that was a nice uh, Tim Conway clip that you um uh you had rocking and rolling there i uh, i caught thank that you, thank yeah, you thank you yeah he was the best so um listen it's that time of year again and we're going to dive right into it that um well this is you know this is where car guys we all sort of start to uh, foam at the mouth and we get excited because you know it's cruising season and it's car show season and we thought who better to reach out to than our resident car show cruising expert and he's and this is only one of the many hats this gentleman wears because he's an expert in many areas he's a he's a fellow mechanic and a uh, uh, personal friend of mine, Chuck Wanamaker from Waldock, New Jersey. Chuck, how are you today? Good, Ron. How are you guys? All right, man. Listen, um, it's time that it's that time once again. We're going to start waking up the classics, right? We're going to get the hot rods out of the garage, and we thought, who better to turn to than uh, a guy like you with uh, that, that small car collection that you have, uh, 150, 160, whatever it is, um, to talk about waking up the classics. What is it that the Wanamakers do to get their cars going this time of year? Oh, Lord. It's a project. It's yeah, a project. I can so. imagine. It's one after another, moving them around, getting them all fired up and ready to go. But this season's really been a bummer with all the rain. But it's finally sunny, and we're ready to go. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think the average listener out there? He's just had his car sitting since October. Uh, maybe he's you know prepped it and stored it, and he's got to undo that prep. Maybe you know tire pressure and 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 you know get the battery reconnected and take the tender off it. But is there anything particular you could offer them? What do they want to consider as part of waking up that classic? I guess safety-wise, make sure we've got no fuel leaks. That's always number one, as you would know, because the carburetors and all that kind of stuff can leak and be a safety hazard right away. Yeah, and I and I guess you have to think like that, right, because they're older cars and they, they tend to – they're older, right? We we take it for granted now. We jump in a modern car and off we go, and it's 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 not an issue. And let's go through fluids and, and things like that, right? Makes sense? No, absolutely. I mean, the brakes make sure they're safe and all that kind of stuff. Because we go through, we have a lot of cars, so every car has a different problem. Right. Well, every year we fire them up. Yeah, and then there's that, too. Well, for the guy who doesn't have the, the, the Wanamaker collection, um, let's pick out a single car. Take a single car in your collection, Chuck. What's one of your, you know, what's at the top of your list this year? What are you looking forward to getting out and driving? Well, one of the vehicles we just picked up, I guess, when I was a, when I was a teenager, this Mustang was 
un unobtainable to a normal teenager to buy, but it's a Mustang SVO. And they only made them for 84, 85, 86, three-year run, four-cylinder, turbocharged, five-speed, really, really a fun car. And I was able to buy one recently, so I'm anxious to get it out myself because I haven't had a chance to drive it since I've owned it, since November. Wow. Um, they didn't make a lot of those. What, in, 80, in 86, would they make five, 600 of those, something like that? They made 3,000 3, in each year about, and I got about, I think there's only about 300 of the color that I bought. Wow. So there ain't, they're, they're pretty rare cars, not many of them around. They're unique. They got the dual rear spin, uh, spoiler on the rear wheel, on the rear wing, so you can notice them from 100 feet away, it's an SVO. Right, right. Wow, neat car. You know, and I guess I guess every muscle car, every cruiser doesn't have to be a muscle car for the for the kids out there, right? They can dream any which way they want and make it a hot rod. Yeah, I mean, and these cars here, you can buy them from anywhere from seven thousand to twenty thousand. I mean, twenty thousand, of course, isn't everyone isn't exactly the cheapest vehicle. However, to get into the game and have fun, go to Dairy Queen with your uh, wife and kids. Right, great car. Right, yeah, and that's and that's what it's about, right? That's what cruising's. That's what cruising's all about, and that sort of brings us to the you know it's 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 like the church of of, of cruising and, and hanging out with cars. There's a car show coming up. There's a lot of car shows coming up, but uh, you guys in Waldwick, I'm going to give you a shot here, Chucky. You guys in Waldwick have got the 11th annual car show for the Waldwick Community Alliance. Tell us about that. That is true. That's coming up June 2nd. Um, hopefully, be no rain. If there is, the rain date is June 9th. We do have, like we have every year, we have live music. We have Mike Mode, an Elvis impersonator. Old Dell Brothers Band, these guys really put on a show for the spectators. Really, really good show. And um, I can't say enough about it. We probably have a couple thousand people that show up. You're all local residents. Well, I know it shuts down the town of Waldwick. It's, I've, I've, I've been to a few of them. And, uh, you know, the, there's, I mean, yeah, obviously the, the police are out there directing traffic. And the show is in the train station. And it's now sort of spilled out onto the side streets that you're, you're taking over that corner of the, uh, of the town. No, there's so many cars that show up. No, that we do. We're lucky enough the town works with us to close down all the local streets, like you said, because we have 300 cars, 300-plus cars that show up. Some come, some leave, but for the most part, we have 300 cars with somewhere to go. But luckily, we have the train station. We had the VFW open, so we have enough places for people to eat, drink, have restrooms. It's really a good day for the town, and the town people really, really enjoy it. You know, car shows are this time of year. They're all across America, right? They're a big part of our culture. They're a big part of what summer's about to, to, to many of us, especially car people. Um, somebody comes to the Waldwick Car Show, or they go to one out in Iowa or California or any point in between. Uh, you know, what kind of an event is that for somebody going for the first time? Is that a family event, you think? Is that is that for, you know, the, 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 the new guy that's never been to a car show? It really doesn't matter. Or right, anybody can come to those things. No, anybody goes and enjoys it. And there's always a vehicle that sparks somebody's attention somehow, some way that it was their their dad's car, their brother's car, their uncle's car. There's always something that sets some set somebody off that day. That they really they really enjoyed it. why they came is for those reasons. They didn't know it until they got there. Right. And yeah. it could be that Mustang that I just bought. The same thing. They always wanted one. They were 18 years old like I did, and now they could finally afford one. Now they saw one, and that's what they want. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be souped up, right? It could be that 69 Buick Skylark you went to high school with, and it was your mom's car, and you borrowed it, and that's what you drove, and that was it. And Absolutely. It's, it, it's that memory. Um, you know, it's that memory. And then the new cars, right? There's Are, are there any there, are there any tuners as they say, coming to this show, Chuck, or is this... Well, yeah, we have a class for modern muscle, whether it's a new import, like you just kind of mentioned, uh, a new Mustang, a new Challenger, a new Corvette, because, you know, these guys have had the old classics, they're tired of them, their wife hates them, or whatever the case <laughs> might be, um, that they want to 
go down to Jersey Shore and have something more reliable. So they buy a new Corvette and a new Mustang. So we want those guys to still come and enjoy them. They're just as much a car guy as anybody is. Right. Just that they don't have the older car, big deal. We want them still to come and enjoy because they all had stories just like me and you. Now, when, when you and your father, Chuck Sr., developed this, the, 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 the car show idea and the Waldo Community Alliance, there was a purpose in mind, and I think, and I want to point this out, I want to give its due here, that um, you guys are still giving back. You're, you're using the proceeds towards the train station. Yep, it's, we're all non-for-profit, all the ones in our, our the Wall Community Alliance non-for-profit group, but all of us are there doing it for charity, just to keep the train station alive, to pay for the heat on, the air conditioning, the maintenance, and now the VFW, the vets have a place to be. We have AA meetings there. It's really a great thing we did it, it's costing us some time and energy, but what else do you, you know? What else can you say? It's, right. it's a you, great thing. You got to give back, which the Wanamakers obviously do and always have. And I think everybody appreciates it. Everybody gets to go and have a good time. And like all car shows, right? Car shows are a great, you know, release for the weekend, Saturdays and Sundays. And I, I think this time of year it becomes the normal, you know, the normal experience. I I was thinking about it this morning. I was I was behind an older Plymouth, just this, you know. 57 Plymouth something, not a hot rod, somebody was just out in an older car, and, you know, you could just smell it, and you said, you know, look at how, right, look at how emission controls have cleaned up cars, how much cleaner cars have gotten, um, you can always tell that older car going down the road, but that is still a piece of history, and it's neat to, it's neat yeah. to the experience. We've been trying to modernize them, like you've seen the same thing, fuel injection stuff, but they're not quite the same. But it does make them a little bit better. Yeah, it's uh, we've we've come a long way. Well, listen, Chuck, I appreciate you taking time out of the day. I know you guys are working down there, and um, I know you got a lot going on. And uh, I appreciate your effort. We put a shot of your. I hope you don't mind. We're going to put a shot of your uh, thirty-two Ford. Uh, Chucky's got it. For everyone should know, Chucky's got a clone of the Milner car from Graffiti, the thirty-two Deuce. And uh, you know, we got a picture of that up on the Car Doctor Facebook page. We're also going to put a poster up for the Waldo community alliance and uh you know trying to trying to generate more interest not that you guys need it for the car show coming up uh june 2nd down there in waldwick new jersey chuck uh any is there a website no we yeah there is actually right there's a website for this isn't there the listeners yep, can go to www.waldwickcommunityalliance.com and uh we appreciate you calling me every year it really works out great well, listen, help for us. you guys do a great job and we're glad to do it for you you have a good rest of the afternoon chuck and uh Thanks. great weekend Thank you, guys. You're very Thank welcome. You. Take good Thank care. You. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Keep Ron's number handy, 855-560-9900, for when you really need advice on your car. Here's Ron. You know... <laughs> And again, I can't thank Chuck Wanamaker enough for his time. He's uh, he's actually working in the shop today, and he just stopped what he was doing to sit and talk to us about that. And uh, you know, if you can get to the Waldo Community Car Show, as any car show, you know, they're they're all worth it and just good stuff. It is nice to look back at yesterday and um, you know see, hey, I remember this. And there's that emotional, like I always tell you, there's that emotional attachment to cars. Everybody remembers it's the first date, the first car, the first you know whatever. Uh, the first time you drove, I remember mine, 64 Chevy Impala, small block, power glide. Uh, took it out on Route 17 in Ramsey, New Jersey as a kid. A legal license. My first time, I was 16 and a half on my permit. And that first time going down the highway, I mean, my God, it was like it was like I was sailing the Queen Mary across the Atlantic. It was the most unbelievable thing. And the funny thing is, because I still live in the area, I... You know, every time I get on that section of Route 17, doesn't matter what I'm driving, I always remember that. I go, my God, this is the first time I was out on the highway. 
um, you know, driving at, at speed, trying to do it. And you think that, you know, back then the speed limit was, I don't know, Route 17 South. Still, even if it was 50, 60 miles an hour, I'm trying to do 40 and I'm petrified, right? Because you're like, oh, my God. You know, but, um, yeah, just, just cars. It's just, it's just a good time. We're talking about a not-so-good time. Well, it was an okay time. So this 2009 Lexus, and I want to tell you this story because I, I, I just think Lexus really missed the mark, and I imagine this is affected on some of the Toyotas, but here's, here's one you don't hear a lot about. An 09 Lexus RX350 came into the shop this week. That's that, you know, it looks like a construction helmet going down the road. It's that SUV thing that they have. Uh, it started out as an RX 300 and then transgressed into the 330 and the 350. It, it's, it's, it's probably their mainstay in the lineup these days. There's just tons of them out there. I don't get it. I just looked at this car. The complaint was it had a water leak. And after looking at this car, I don't understand how the engineers did this. The two sunroof drains... And like all sunroofs, the car had a sunroof. You know, you pay $50,000 for a car, you cut a hole in the roof, and then you don't know, understand why it gets wet. But um, uh, it, it has drains. A sunroof drain is like the gutter on the corner of your house, right? It catches the water in a, in a gutter rail, and then it shoots it down the tube, and it's supposed to, you know, send it down into a place where it exits the body. Well, what Lexus did was the sunroof drain hose, and I went through normal diagnosis. I don't have to bore you with that. You know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it apart one step at a time and trace it out. The sunroof drain hose comes off the corner of the sunroof, and it was clear. It had a little bit of this brown, sandy-like material in it, which I knew what that was, and I'll tell you what that was in a minute. And then they dropped the drain tube into a slosh box, they call it. It's, it's, it's an area of the body channel out towards the fender by the quarter, or I'm sorry, out towards the fender by the A-pillar. Uh, when you look at the side of a car, the A-pillar is the is the pillar by the windshield. That's the A-pillar. The one in the middle, if it's a four-door, is the B-pillar. The one in the back by the back window and the back door is the C-pillar. So the sunroof drain goes into the A-pillar, into a slosh box. The slosh box is probably three inches by three inches. It's a metal box with a rubber plug in the bottom with a very, very tight hole. All right, it's it's like your kitchen sink, and they put a rubber stopper in it, and then drill a sixteenth of an inch hole through the bottom of it, and they think the water is going to come out that, and I guess it does because right when the vehicle's new, it seems to work. Here's what happens: Lexus Toyota uses an organic. This is my research. I, I did a bunch of research on this this week, and this is what I found out: they use an organic sound deadening material in the roof. And that organic material breaks down over time, exposed to moisture, exposed to age, wear, tear, and so on. And it starts to go down the drain tube. That's what the gritty material was in the tube itself, that, that brown, sandy-looking material, whatever it is. It's, it's some type of um, organic foam, if you will. Well, it goes down the tube. It goes into the slosh box. And now they dump water on top of an organic material. And what happens? If if you grow, if you if you add water to a plant, what does it do? It grows. If you add water to the organic material, it starts to. It can't grow. It's not living, but it's. It becomes this black muck, and that black muck now covers the top of that little tiny hole in the rubber plug, at the bottom. You know, you look at it and you say, "This is the best engineering can come up with." Now, my thought was. Why didn't they extend the drain tube? You ready for this? Here's a, here's a brainstorm. 
Why did they just extend the drain tube another two and a half inches, put it through the hole in the rubber plug, and let it exit out through the bottom of the channel of the body in the first place? Hello? Like, clearly they missed the mark. You can sit there and say, nah, Nanian's crazy. He's ranting about nothing. Yeah? Go out to the Internet and Google Lexus RX350 sunroof drain and look at all the posts that come up. Look at all the people in the forums that are having this particular problem. Here's the solution, because I figured out how to do this, and I, don't, I didn't see this as a forum solution in anybody's, in anybody's comments. If you open up the front wheelhouse, take the wheel well liner out of the, out of the front, or just fold it back, it's, it's uh, three tens and a push clip. Um, some of the cars, they were Torx fitting, but whatever. Take out those first three screws on the back side of the fender and open it up. There's going to be a body plug about an inch, inch and a quarter in diameter. Take that body plug out. What you're looking at is you're now, if you take your flashlight and you put your head in an uncomfortable position, you are now looking at the bottom of the black rubber drain plug. That's where it comes out. That's, that's the back side of it. And you just take the longest screwdriver you have, all right, and you get it up at the right angle and ba-boom, just give it an old rotor rooter and just make the hole a little bit bigger. That's all it is. Tear it up. You know, I kind of tore one of them on purpose because I wanted to make sure that we're not going to have any water issues. Boy, let me tell you, when I flow tested that thing, that thing flowed water like the Hoover Dam, letting it go at, at, at lunchtime. It was, you would think we were making electri electricity, for crying out loud, if there was a turbine underneath that drain. I, now, here's, here's, and here's the rationale. Here's the story I heard. I said to somebody, why do they make it such a tight little hole? And the story was because they're worried about bugs getting in the car. So you're telling me that in a vehicle where the water can get in between the crack of the sunroof and the body, where the body seals aren't 100%, whereas the car ages, it doesn't matter, we're worried about an ant crawling up through the body, over the channel, out the tire, and up the drain hole. Whew. If you got a Lexus and you're suffering, that's the solution. If you need it in detail, send me an email, ron at cardoctorshow.com, and I'll be glad to share it with you. But I just wanted to explain to everybody, if you own one of those cars, why you've got wet carpeting. Hey, coming up next, AAA, I'm Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Back, Ron and Annie, the car doctor. You know, Memorial Day is right around the corner. Boy, where does time go, right? And yeehaw, here begins summer. And uh, Memorial Day, more Americans than ever, AAA is predicting, are going to take to the roads this Memorial Day. And we thought here to help sort it out and maybe get everybody off to a good, safe start is Tamara Johnson from AAA. We're glad to welcome her back this year. Tamara, welcome back. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. A lot of um, lot of travel going on predicted this uh, this Memorial Day weekend. Tell us about it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be busy. So as you mentioned, you know, Memorial Day really is that unofficial kickoff to summer travel. We do see that a lot of Americans are planning trips this year. Nearly 43 million will be traveling. That is the second highest travel volume on record since AAA started tracking Memorial Day travel back in 2000. And most of those travelers are going to be driving to their destination. About 37 million will be hitting the road. But then we also see that 3 million will be flying to their destination. That's up about 5% from last year. And then about 2 million are taking other modes of transportation. So trains, buses, and also cruise ships. I noticed in, in the information that AAA is putting out that you, you guys have actually got it broken down by metro area, the worst uh -huh. predicted day for travel, and what, oh, yeah. sort, of, sort of like a when not to leave town kind of a thing. Um, that's amazing that you can do that. 
Yeah, yeah. So we um, partner with Enrix, which is a transportation company, and they're actually able to analyze travel trends and transportation trends to see when does traffic really start to get congested in certain areas around these holidays. And so if you're in some of those larger metropolitan areas like Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, we are anticipating that you're going to see the worst of your traffic on the early afternoon hours of Thursday and Friday when we start to see travelers mix in with that rush hour traffic. So the best bet if you're going to be living in one of these areas or driving through one of those areas, make sure that you leave as early as possible. I noticed Washington, D.C. DC's worst time for travel Memorial Day weekend is Monday. And, yes. And it's a three times multiplier. And I guess that's because of all the events that will be going on in the, in the D.C. area. Exactly. Washington, D.C., as well as Boston, uh, we're seeing that the worst travel or the worst headache on the road is actually going to come Monday when people are returning from their trip, up to three times longer than your normal wait times. And, yeah, we can attribute that to also um, events that are going on in the area, but as well as those travelers that are coming back, starting to mix in with rush hour traffic, which is always a headache in D.C. area as well. Right, right. And then New York is Thursday. So New York looks like New York. It figures. New York. New York's taking off the earliest. They're taking off on Thursday for the weekend. Um, their, yeah, weekends, right. their, their weekend starts at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> welcome welcome to New York, New Jersey. We're so proud of that. Um, recent bump in gas prices, right? Is And that doesn't seem to have deterred anybody. Yeah, gas prices really have taken a skyrocket over the past few months. They've jumped 30 cents. But that really isn't deterring people from traveling. We do see about 37.6 million will be driving to their destination, which is still a 3.5% increase from what we saw in 2018. You know, one of the good things here is we actually start to see prices level off at the start of this week, hoping that continues into the holiday weekend. Prices have already dropped about five cents, so hopefully that drop continues as we head into Memorial Day. Any last, I'm going to say it like this, any last-minute tips? I mean, here we are the week before Memorial Day weekend, and if you haven't taken your car into the garage for, you know, a once-over, what can they do about it this week? That is a very good idea. It's definitely smart if you're going to be driving. Make sure that you get your vehicle inspected by a trusted repair facility. You know, AAA is anticipating that we're going to have to rescue about 353,000 travelers this year at the roadside. That's due mainly to dead batteries, flat tires, and lockouts. And so one of the best things to do, make sure you get your vehicle inspected, particularly looking at the battery. If it's more than three years old, you definitely want to get that tested and replace it if need be. Then also check your tires. Check the tread as well as the pressure. Make sure that you're good to go when you're on the road. And then make sure to download the AAA app. Shameless plug here, but go ahead and download the AAA app. That no, way go ahead. Yeah, by, yeah by, by all means, absolutely. That's why you're here. Yeah, if you, if you need the app and you need actually access to roadside service, that way you don't even have to pick up the phone and make a call. You can just get everything through the app that way. So you're, you're anticipating 300,000-plus breakdowns this weekend coming alone? Exactly. So all across the country, about 353,000 breakdowns is what's anticipated, looking at our past emergency numbers in the past. Wow. That's, uh, you know, there's there's a couple of staggering facts there. Number one, the, the sheer number out of the 30, well, I guess out of 37 million people, right, what's the percentage? But, you know, the fact that AAA, the network of AAA service providers and, and towing capability, you guys can meet that need. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. 
Absolutely. You know, that's one number we do not like to see go up or actually stay high when we come around these holiday weekends. But breakdowns are bound to happen, and so we are there for those that need it. We have clubs all across the country that can serve and help members that are actually traveling long distances. But again, it's always great to try to avoid those breakdowns if at all possible. You know, another great tip for people if they're out there on the road, make sure that you're packing an emergency roadside kit. That should have things like your cell phone, your charger, but also a flashlight, extra batteries, a first aid kit, and also a basic toolkit just so you can make sure that you're safe and prepared. Yeah, and you know what, a couple of snack bars, some water if you're stuck on the side of the road. Uh, exactly, you know, all exactly. That. I, you know, I have to tell you a quick story, Tamara. I just renewed my AAA uh-huh. membership. You know, I have a AAA Premier membership because my kids live uh, all six hours out, and I want to make sure they can get back to me if they have a problem. And as I was reading the membership benefits this year, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, AAA offers, and this is a little off topic, but we'll just show you what AAA can do. AAA offers um, road calls for bicycles. Yep, yep. You gotta tell me that story. Yeah, Yeah, come on. Yeah, in some areas, we actually can come. If you get a flat tire with your bicycle, we can come and actually help you out. So you won't be stranded on the road, even if you're on your bicycle. Some clubs also offer services for the car battery. So we can actually bring a car battery to you to replace. You know, why we're talking about discounts, talk about high gas prices. You know, AAA actually has a partnership with Shell Gas Station, where if you sign up for the fuel rewards program, you could save up to five cents on every gallon of gasoline. So there are so many benefits to having the membership and so many deals that you can take advantage of, especially when it comes to trips like this. Yeah, I was I was very, very impressed. Of course, I was explaining this to someone last night at dinner. We were at a restaurant, and I was talking with a group of people, and somebody looked at me, and they said, really, bicycle road call? What, what kind of a jack does that require? I said, to do what? They said, to change the tire. And I went, no, you don't understand. This is... Oh my gosh! Um, well, yeah, yeah. What, what is what is what does the bumper jack look like for a bicycle? Well, you take the bicycle, you turn it upside down, you put it on the seat, yeah, and the bar, down, you, change, exactly. you change the tire. Uh, it's not that hard to do. Um, okay, listen. So they're getting ready to go away from Memorial Day. We've gone through their checklist. We've gone through the last minute prep. Maybe one last comment. They want to leave a little bit earlier or at an off peak time. Exactly. So definitely want to make sure that you're leaving early in the morning and check out your route. If you're going to be traveling through some of those larger metropolitan areas, try to time it out so that you're not hitting those areas in the early rush hour traffic time period. So between 4 and about 5 or 6 p.m. Yeah, maybe, you know, a plan B, always have an alternate route planned uh, as, exactly. a, as, as a workaround. So, um, exactly. All right. Well, listen, we, we, we appreciate everything you guys do. AAA's website one more time. I know it's quick and easy. Yep, AAA.com. If you need more information, also you can go get more information about the AAA app that you can download before you hit the road. Wonderful. Listen, we'll let you go. We know you're trying to prep for the weekend uh, a week out because you guys have a lot to do, 353,000 cars breaking down. You guys are going to be busy. Um, once, <laughs> once again, Tamara, Till next time, we appreciate you taking the time. We're, uh, we're very glad to have you. Thank you so much. Everybody have a great holiday. You too. Bye-bye. I'm Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. I, I want to talk a little bit about classic car repair. We started off the hour talking about classics and cruising and car shows and stuff. And, and this is something particular to one set, of, uh, one, one set of vehicles. And it came up because I was explaining this to someone last week, and they were surprised to hear how I, how I solved it. It's no secret. I have a 72 Chevy Monte Carlo. It's, it's, it's one of the cars in the pile. 
And it, it, one of the unique things about Monte Carlos of that generation was not so unique today because today everything's made out of plastic. Was the front fender liners were plastic? It was a plastic wheelhouse, steel fender, plastic wheelhouse. This is 1972. This is 45 some odd years ago, right? And part of the issue is the you know it's got a very long nose on it. Look up a 72. Look up a look up a look up a look up a, look up a uh, 72 Monte Carlo. You see how long the nose is. A lot of weight. There's a lot of stress on that plastic liner. Throwing a little handling, throwing a little bit of a big block Chevy, which they had in the day, and those plastic fender wells cracked all the time. Well, in 1974, after the car was two years old, you didn't worry about it. You walked down to the GM store, you gave the guy $22, you bought a new fender liner, you bolted it in, you were done. 2019? Yeah, not so much. You can get aftermarket repros, but they're just, they're just not as nice. All right, so you try to work with what you got if it's not severely badly cracked. And I went through all this trying to think of how to fix my fender well on this on this 72 Monte because it's an original car. It's a it's a 41,000 mile car out of Menard, Texas. It's it's got no miles on it. And you know, what am I going to do? I reached into the bag of tricks and picked up some JB Weld. Everybody's familiar with JB Weld, right? They make JB Weld makes a steel reinforced epoxy. And what I did was I went over the cracks, and fortunately for me, in, in my situation, the cracks were in a part of the wheelhouse that you don't see from the inside of the engine compartment. You would if you stuck your head inside the wheel well, turned your head, looked back up that way. Um, you might see it, but at that point, it's got road schmutz on it, and I was able to spray a little chassis black paint on it, and you'll never know it's there. But I shot some JB Weld, quick weld, steel-reinforced epoxy into the cracks, let it set, push the two halves together, let it set up, did one more light coat, and this is how you can do it, let it sit, then I sanded it down. You can sand JB Weld. It, it works really well when you do that. Sanded it down, wiped it off, and shot a little chassis black paint on it, just a little bit of a flat black. Don't use a gloss because you want to, you know, you, you don't want to call attention to it. By now, the plastic liner in all these cars uh, has, has faded to that point. And you know what? If you take your time and do it right, and I also went over some of the other cracks that were just starting. Not, it's not the money that I saved, but I kept the car original, and it's just, you know what? It just, it's a nicer sandwich, as we like to say. Um, so just a way to do it. You can, uh, you can get out to um, jbweld.com and uh, get more information about JB Weld products, but they, uh, they, they work really, really well, um, uh, and they have for many, many years. So um, just just something for you to just be aware of. All right, um, real quick for my mechanical brothers and sisters down there in New Brunswick, New Jersey, um, I want to give a shameless plug for an organization that I think is doing a heck of a great job. Um, ATG Training, ATG Training dot com is coming to the New Brunswick, Woodbridge, New Jersey area. They're all around the country. Um, they've been in California. They've been coast to coast. I shouldn't limit it like that. They've been coast to coast, north, south, east, west. And uh, they will be in Woodbridge, New Brunswick, coming up in June, June 10th and 11th. And um, I don't have dates for the other class. You can get out to atgtraining.com to find them. Talking about hybrids, I'm looking over the, uh, the flyer. You know, people say, oh, mechanics, you know, they need a lot of training. What kind of dedication does it take? So the topics they're going to discuss... So you, you think we're not working on rocket ships, huh? Understanding of power sharing, the drive motor types in hybrids, including BAS, planetary two-mode flywheel clutch DV, battery stress testing, high-voltage battery faults versus voltage drop, ice faults, and test variations versus non-hybrids. Let me know when you guys 
you know, recognize a familiar word here, okay? Understanding breaking regeneration mix, 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 testing air coolant, refrigerant cooling, testing air coolant and refrigerant cooling for batteries, motors, engines, and electronics, auxiliary tests for fan pumps, HVAC, plug-in charging brakes, instrumentation, and other circuit tests not listed in OEM information because that's what ATG training does. They'll go out and they'll figure out things that the OEMs aren't talking about, and they'll figure out how to incorporate that into the testing procedures of the vehicles. They're doing all this coming up in June in the New Brunswick-Woodbridge area. Um, you can get out in information on hybrids, hybrid system diagnostics. Um, you can get out to atgtraining.com. Uh, but if you're in the area, listen, if it's an eight-hour ride for you to get to class, it's worth it. It's, it's, I can't tell you enough. I've been to more than a few ATG training classes, and, um, yeah, good stuff. So uh, you can find it at atgtraining.com. I'm Ron Anany, The Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Who's going to drive you home tonight? Welcome back, Ron and Andy, the Car Doctor. You know, we, we, I have to step out of character a little bit this hour. Uh, we lost a real great this week in show business, a personal uh, favorite of mine. I, I always enjoyed watching Tim Conway. Love Tim and, Conway. And, and and Tom has this really great Tim Conway story that I wanted to share with you just this time. Go ahead, Tom. Well, over the years, you know, I've, I've met a lot of celebrities. My favorite was Tim Conway. When I worked at a radio station in Hartford, which I won't mention because it's a direct competitor, competitor of our station there, uh, Tim was on the air. And over the news break, they asked him if he'd stay around. He said, sure, but he had to use the men's room. So my office was right outside the studio area. So here comes Tim Conway outside the studio area, walks into my office, and asks my assistant Chuck and I where the men's room is. We point him there, and then he pulls up a chair and sits down and starts telling us stories. I mean, we had a 10-minute private show with Tim Conway, and we were on the floor crying because this guy, he wasn't trying to be funny. He was hysterical. Yeah, he, and, he was. And, and we even asked him about the dentist routine, but I mean, all of a sudden... It's 10 after the hour when the news is over. The producer comes screaming out the door, where's Conway? Grabs him by the arm, pulls him in. Poor guy never got to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, and that's the funny thing, right? In, 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 all, the, in all the famous people I've met doing radio, uh, you know, they're just people. A lot oh, of yeah. them are just people. Yep. And, you know, one of the things I learned early on is just be yourself. You don't have to put on airs, you know, because that's all it really takes just to be there. And people are just looking for little bits of information, little bits of entertainment, and if you be yourself, it always works out in the end. Well, well, you know, we asked him about the dentist routine. That's probably one of the most famous routines from that show. Yeah. And they used to do two tapings of the show. One was a dress rehearsal where they all stuck to the script, and then the quote-unquote real show, which they would intercut with, with scenes from the, other, uh, from the dress rehearsal, um, he would go off script. Nobody knew what he was going to do. Once Harvey Corman sat in that chair... Corman didn't know what to expect, and what you see is literally Corman you know, in tears and laughing right. because he just didn't know what to expect, and, and Conway just kept going. Right, and, and, I, and I understand that, that, that Corman just couldn't control himself in, in certain scenarios, and it was just, just but a, a tip of the wrench, we lost another great one. Um, and, you know, you never really heard anything bad about Tim Conway. He was always, you know, one of Hollywood's good boys and uh, just a funny, funny man. And uh, rest in peace, Big Tim. We, uh, we will miss you. Well, that wraps up this hour of The Car Doctor. I want to thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed it. We thank AAA. We thank Chuck Wanamaker for everybody, all of them, for being here and helping us get this show off to the road. Uh, we're going to be open next hour. Next hour, a lot of open phone lines, so make sure you give us a call. Till then, I'm Ron and Andy and The Car Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. Yeah.